We've already learned that taking a lulav on Shabbos today in today's times is forbidden, but in the times of the Beis Hamikdash, in the times of the Temple, they would take a lulav on Shabbos. If the first day came out on Shabbos, but even then there had to be one had to be careful not to carry in a public thoroughfare. We know we're not allowed to carry in a Shusarabim in a public thoroughfare on Shabbos. That's one of the forbidden labors on Shabbos. But our Mishnah deals with what happens if somebody that completely forgot about Shabbos. They were so excited and they were so concerned about doing the mitzvah of Lulav. So let's see the Mishnah inside. Rabbi Yaisi Oimer, Rabbi Yaisi taught. Yont, Avarishan Shilchag, Shchaliyas B'Shabbos. If the first day of the Sukkot <clears throat> falls out on Shabbos in the time that they used to pick up a Lulav when it fall out on Shabbos. V'shochach v'hoitzies a Lulav, the Roshus HaRabim, and he forgot about Shabbos and he carried his Lulav out into the public domain. Potter. So even though seemingly he was Mechal Shabbos, but Potter, this is a, a, he's not liable, he's exempt. Why? Because he took it out with permission. What does it mean, Bershus, with permission? Seemingly he was not allowed to take it out to public thoroughfare. But Bereshus means because he was busy, he was concerned, he was focused on doing a mitzvah. And there's a rule throughout the Talmud that when a person is focused and concerned on a mitzvah, which is the obviously doing the will of God, if it's really for the sake of the mitzvah, and therefore because of that something else negative can happen by accident, so that's considered an exemption. For instance, in a famous example, if a person runs to get ready for Shabbos, and because they're running because of Shabbos, accidentally <clears throat> uh, hit something in, uh, that usually they'd be liable for, but because they have permission now to run to get ready for Shabbos, that's ex- they're exempt. Of course, there are many details in that exemption, etc. But over here, also the same thing, that because the lulav, is, you're allowed to do the mitzvah on Shabbos, because they were so concerned and did the, took it out in order to do the mitzvah, took it to a public thoroughfare, therefore their putter, that person would be putter, not liable because they had that exemption. Of course, the Gemara already here asks the obvious question, that what do you mean you took it out to the public thoroughfare because you were concerned that you wanted to do the mitzvah? When it comes to lulav, seemingly as soon as you pick up the lulav and the esrog and the hadasim and the aravas, you did the mitzvah. So when you, you already did it as soon as you pick it up, before you took it out to the Rishus Arabim, to the public thoroughfare. So by the time you got to the Rishus Arabim, by the time you took it outside, you already did the mitzvah and you should be chayiv. So the Gemara already talks about that it's behafchay, that you turned it upside down. Like many of the custom with the esrog, we know it's very important to remember. And this is going to be <clears throat> for the next couple of days as well. As soon as you pick up the lulav and esrog, you've done the mitzvah. And you have to say the bracha before you do the mitzvah. We always make the bracha before you do the mitzvah. So if you pick up the lulav and esrog, you really, it's a problem to make a bracha. You can, but you're supposed to do it before you pick it up. So therefore, what the Gemara says here in this case also, if you pick up the esrog upside down, with the pitam side down, you're not doing the mitzvah, because in order to do the mitzvah, you have to pick up the first species, derech gidilosan, the way that they grow, and they grow going upwards, and when you carry the esrog upside down, you're not doing the mitzvah. So therefore, many of the custom that you pick it up with the esrog upside down, you don't do the mitzvah, then you make a bracha, then you turn it right side up. 
So over here also the Gemara answers that it's talking about that you picked up the Dalad Minim with the Esrog upside down and you needed to f- <clears throat> run someplace to figure out how to do the mitzvah for somebody to show you how to do the mitzvah, etc. And therefore you ran out to the public thoroughfare and you didn't do the mitzvah because the Esrog is still upside down but you're still Potter because because you have that exemption because you're focused on the mitzvah. And the Gemara gives another answer, another possibility of how you could take the four species in a way that you accidentally bring them to a public thoroughfare but not to the mitzvah. And that is, the Gemara says, that you took out the four species in a vessel. If you take out the four species with another vessel, that's not called taking it. And that's why when you carry your lulav and esrog in the box or the plastic thing, whatever they're in now, that's not called doing the mitzvah. That's not called the lakachtam lachem. That's not called the lakicha, a taking of the four species, which is why it's not a problem to say a bracha, even though you've been carrying them in those boxes. Because as long as you're taking them with a kli, with a vessel interrupting between your hand and actually touching the four species, that's called lakicha yedei davar acher, a taking through something else, and that's not called lakicha, it's not called lakachtam lachem.